Welcome to the Slay the Giant podcast. Hey, Slay family, are you ready to slay your giant, conquer your fears, and pivot into your future? The time is now for you to be all God has created you to be. It will take intentionality, reflection, and movement. Are you ready to do the work to win? My guests and I are ready to speak life and purpose into you. Well, let's get to it, giant players. Hey, Slay the Giant family. Welcome to the podcast. This week and the weeks to come, we have a great, great, great um, lineup for you. And we're going to be highlighting some power couples. Um, And I am super excited to do that um, because I count most of these or all of these people my friends. And so I want you to engage in the conversation and and learn something. So today we have special guests, Pastor Sly and Erica Turner. Welcome. Thanks for having us. (laughs) No problem. Thank you for being available. I, when I was thinking of this series, I was like, there is a couple that I know that I love and they're amazing and they're doing great things. And I consider them a power couple because of not only what you do outside of ministry, but who you are in ministry and in God, which is powerful. So um, I want to open up uh, with just hearing your love story. Like how did you guys meet? um, And what has the journey been like uh, from day one? Awesome. You want to go first? I'll start. (laughs) So how we met, um, there was a a concert going on, um, a local concert at uh, St. Joseph's College. I used to play um, bass for the choir and it was the final, like the finale concert. Yeah. And, you know, they invited all these different groups and, you know, not thinking of anything. You just, you know, going to play. And it was in soundcheck. You know, we were like testing our bass and out of nowhere, these two, you know, young ladies just come on the stage, sound checking and dancing. And we were sound checking to dance. <laughs> oh, yeah. Sound checking to dance. Yeah. All right. Maybe it was, I was just so confused at the moment. I still don't even say it right. But um, I don't know. It's just something like literally like came over my body and like it was like an electric shock. And I was just like, who in the world is that? And I kept hey. it to myself. I was like, yo, who is that? And you know, like thinking nothing of that, I just continued to like play. But it was when she you had just danced, right? You had just finished dancing. We just finished soundtracking, yeah. We did. No, this was during the during the concert. She had oh, just finished you're right. dancing. You're right. You're right. You're and for some reason, she probably did it on purpose, but Anyway, some reason she like you know exited. She's trying to get your attention. No, no, I'm just messing. I want to say, tell the story right. Tell the story right. right. We like the juicy stuff. But no, and all seriousness, she exited the stage near me, and I don't know what came over me, but like, I just like. Ran, not ran, but yes, like, he did. He's scary. I moved quickly after her, and I was like, <laughs> "He's scary. He's scary." I was like, "Hey," I was like, and she turned around. She's like, "Yes." I was like, "You better dance." <laughs> Just I don't know why I said it or what made me do it. And she was like, "Thank you," and 
you know, thought nothing of it. Like, I didn't know her name. I didn't know if I would see her again. And lo and behold, like, I was at another event, and there she was. And I was like, yo, that's the girl. Oh, my God. And, you know, um, we ended up knowing a lot of the same people. And once yeah. I got to yeah. know her, uh, know a little bit about her, I was just like, nah, I don't, I don't, I don't know. Um, but we became really good friends before, you know, we even started considering dating. Yeah. And I'll let you explain your side. No, that you did good, okay. actually. Okay. You did good. <laughs> yeah. So that that's the first time we met in a nutshell. Yeah. And then I always say it's weird. Me and my sister danced together, and we always said we never saw Sly. We knew everybody in his band didn't know him. And from that day that we met, we stayed at the same. It seems like whatever event we booked, they were there playing. Um, and so I think it's always funny that after that, I just felt like you just could not get out of our lives after that. <laughs> <Literally>. <laughs> because we kept running into each other. And he must have told a mutual friend that he liked me. Um, or that he was interested in wanting to know about me. So that friend, you know, friends don't keep secrets because it was a mutual friend and was like, let me tell you who's checking you out. And I just remember being like, he's nice and all. But I remember saying like, he was nervous when he first start, was talking to me. Eh, it's okay. It's all right. Um, and again, I think after that, we, we just ended up, he booked us to dance at his first recording. Yeah. And that kind of started our friendship from there. Because we had to communicate then. I don't know if he was doing it on purpose, but we had to communicate. And from there, we actually became <laughs> friends from that. And it was maybe like two and a half years later until we finally started dating. I was in college. Um, he had finished college. And um, we started long distance while I was away at school in Florida. And he was here in Connecticut. And we dated for four years before getting married. And we've been married. It'll be seven years this year. Woohoo! Kids later. Right. I know, right? <laughs> so, so Sly did the um the church holler. He was he like, did. I like the way you did. He did. <laughs> he did. He did. I, I tell people don't don't dismiss the church hollers. I'm just saying I, I don't think you should go to church intentionally looking for a man or a woman, but but no, if it happens, it just church. happens. What are you gonna do? Like Listen. you just gotta go with the plan, and it all unfolded, <laughs> and it worked out perfectly because you were Mr. beautiful. Moment team. If you want. Miss your moment. If you want. <laughs> I didn't moment. hear that. I said, "Miss your moment if you want to." That Listen. was just the moment. Listen, the church is one of those places where you can definitely meet, or even church events. You can I definitely agree. meet um, someone who has the same values. Someone right. who um, is a person of faith. That's a great place to meet somebody. So, singles, if you're listening, yeah. listen, don't count church out. Now, no, that can't be no. your only date. Right. <laughs> <laughs> don't count church out because it is definitely oh. a place where people be looking. Because, I mean, so I was like, he saw my girl and he was like, hold up, wait a minute. <laughs> I'm just saying. Whoa, wait a minute. And what's funny is, this is our running joke. I tell people all the time, before I met Sly, it was not a requirement for them to go to church. It was not a requirement. And all those relationships failed, just failed. Because I was, I was, I'm, I'm still very deeply, heavily in church. And they wouldn't understand why I had to be at church. And I think that's what ultimately gravitated towards me is that, um, you do have to have the same belief. You really do. So then that way you share the same values and it's not questionable. It's 
You know what I mean? You can build that foundation already on knowing like this. We're going by what the word says. Right. We're going by what God says. And it, he really is the third strand in our marriage. So right. I do say don't knock church because I was one of them was like, I'm not talking to anybody in church. Nobody. Absolutely. Yeah. That's so good. That's so good. Well, I guess my next question would be, how did you guys know like you two were the one like this is it? nobody else i'm not you know this is the yeah. focus we're planning to um you know move forward with this and uh, proceed to marriage i'll let you go first so you know that's the golden question everybody always asks us or even friends who are like you know in committed relationships and they want to like how do you know he's the one or girlfriend you know we go for that like girl how you know um so the number one thing was his belief um, value, right? I loved the fact that Sly loves the Lord. I love the Lord. And I I knew he was the one when I didn't have to carry his faith on my back, right? Um, I wasn't That's his good. savior. God was his savior. Um, so that ultimately was like the number one thing. Um, but it was also the way that he loved me. Um, we come from two totally different backgrounds. I always tell this backstory when we do stuff. Um, I come from a single family um, house, um, but he comes from a two parent house. So whereas a lot of my backstory is not always that great. Um, it exhibits abandonment. It exhibits a lot of sorrow. It, it exhibits a lot of self building through life, right? Stumbling through life because that's just the cards that, you know, God gave me and I know why he gave it to me um, to be who I am today versus his upbringing. And I think that he provided something that I never experienced, which was security. Um, and that's how I knew that Sly was the one. Um, between his love for his Christ and the way that he loved me, um, he would tell the world before I even I would say anything, like, I love that girl, she's the one. And he told me that you are gonna be my wife. And, and I was just like, <laughs> you're real bold. Like, <laughs> like you're really bold. Um, but it's that assurance and it's that security that I never experienced. And um, I think that's when I knew that he was the one because he completed the parts that I didn't necessarily have. Um, and so it allowed for us to grow. It allowed for me to grow, but it allowed for us to grow um, and become one in that manner. So I think that's really ultimately. And uh, you know, I knew you were the one. Oh. I don't know if I want to say this on camera. Right. I say this in front of Ashley, but no. Okay. Um, the way that he, the way that he loves my family, um, because That's I come good. from a type of family, um, because I come from an adoptive family, uh, um, you know, extended family. Um, it was the way that he inserted himself in their lives personally. I remember I used to be away at college, and I would call <laughs> my aunts, and they were like, "Oh yeah, Sly's over here. We're playing Uno." Lies over here. He's at the family cooking. I used to tell them like, no, so he's jealous, not family. Bro. Like, stop <laughs> <laughs> inviting him. Like, y'all, not when I'm not there. But it meant a lot that he knew that family is a really big thing for me. Um, loyalty is a really big thing for me. And so, him inserting himself into that really was like, oh God, you throwing out all the cards right now. You throwing out all the tricks. Um. <laughs> And that's honestly how I knew. Um, yeah, that's how I knew he was the one. So 
I would tell I would tell people that the only way you know the person is the one is if you're your best self. Um, because if not, I feel like you'll be dependent on your partner. Um, and they can't fulfill you in ways that you can you can fulfill yourself if you're not fully whole. Um, so I always say if you're not That's ready true. to give some give your your full self, authentic <clears throat> self to somebody, you're not ready anyway to know if they're the one. Um, so yeah. I mean, those of you, those of you who are listening, you cannot see the look that Sly just gave Erica. You know, you'll catch it on the YouTube channel, but it was like, oh, like you, you, you're talking good, right? <laughs> that was nice. I'm not even going to try to compete with that. I would just say, for for me, as a male, um, I believe I believe Erica came into my life at a uh, fork in the road. It was like a very intentional time yeah. where I was making the decision that I really wanted to, um, you know, serve God like for real. Like I wanted to see. Um, you know, you're in church and, you know, you love God and, you know, I'm a musician, so I played, understood, you know, church. But I was I was doing um, gigs in the church or, you know, ministering in the church, but I was also playing, you know, everywhere else. And it's, I'm, I'm not even really touching on that. There's nothing, you know, to that right now. But for me at that moment, I felt like God was drawing me. And what I was doing, it was just, it just felt so, I felt so empty and void. I was like, literally on stage like this can't be just you know the end it has to be more so i took it upon myself to really begin to seek god uh deeply like what he would have for me in the future and um i was that was around the time where i like just accepted my calling yeah. or you know it was about to accept my calling yeah. and um as i began to pray and go, go deeper um i really was just honest with with the lord like god like i really if i'm gonna do this i really want uh, a wife who loves you, who's committed, um, who doesn't mind, you know, serving, uh, serving you with her family. And, you know, and, and the biggest thing was for me personally, I just really felt like any, the person that I married had to uh, love me for me and my most authentic self. And that's like me going after God and really allowing me to just be who he called me to be like you know learning growing failing getting back up and really um being the head of you know of the marriage as far as you know like from a male's perspective and i believe that that was around the time where i was really praying and seeking god and i remember vaguely i was asking god who is my wife and erica one night was like in my dream god literally showed me erica and I was just like, wow. So that was the beginning of the journey. And my mentor at the time, um, I didn't really tell him much, but he started speaking on um, a relationship that I had just like got out of. And I was just talking to Erica as a friend and literally like word of wisdom, word of knowledge just like fell on him. And he was like, I see this girl. And he was like, the decision that you're getting ready to make is very crucial. Now, you make the decision. You got the free will to make it. But just know, you know who you're supposed to marry. And if you choose otherwise, 
your your journey is going to be like really i'll put in these words really tough and i knew at that moment like god was just confirming what he was saying because it, this was this was new for me and i also said god like if if you give me a wife like i want her to be a singer and a dancer why ask him why ask him why I just, exactly I, just, I always wanted to know that why <laughs> ask me later i don't know <laughs> <laughs> But oh, okay. I don't know. I just, I just love the way you know. I don't know a dancer minister. I don't know, but I think that's what like leaped out of me the the moment that I saw. I was like, oh my god, like who is this beautiful? So and yeah, I think that's. That's good enough. That's good enough. Because <laughs> I can keep going, you know. But ultimately, she she allowed me to be who I was in that journey and still continues to allow me to be who I am in God. And I don't have to feel like, no way, like, okay, I'm going to go in the room and hide and pray. You know, like, I'm like, yeah, we about to pray. Like, we do, you know, morning worship together and yeah. things like that. That's awesome. That's awesome. How important is it to have that foundation of, um, you know, of Christ in your marriage. Now that you guys are seven years in, which is great. <laughs> you have two wonderful children. You both have your own ministries. You are, you know, entrepreneurs. Like you do, you preach, you're a motivational speaker. Um, you guys have so many things going on. I feel like you guys are truly the definition of a power couple. <laughs> How important is having Christ as your foundation in your relationship? How important is that to you? I feel like it's the number one thing, right? Um, Absolutely. I tell people, so I'm, so if you know our dynamic, of course, you know us, Ash, but I'm very transparent, right? So you'll know if I'm happy, you'll know if I'm sad, you'll know if I'm excited. Um, so I'm an extrovert in that manner, besides an introvert. And I tell people when they see us, they're like, you guys always seem like you have fun or you're happy or you're, and I tell people we have our low moments, right? We've had some very low, low moments. Um, and it was in those low moments. The only reason they got to be that low is we didn't allow God. We literally like stopped God from being a part of um, decisions we were either making or issues that were arising. Um, and it was from those lessons we learned that when we don't have God at the center of it all, literally the enemy is like waiting. I feel like he's like, he's like, I feel like it's like double dutch almost, right? And he's waiting for that one chance for you to put the rope up for him to jump right in. Um, and so I knew, I know, and I believe he, I, I believe the same for you is that it's so important that we stay rooted um, in, our, in prayer, in fasting, because we do fast, in his word, um, and always making sure that we don't do this. We It's not me and Sly who are making this marriage work. It's literally by the faith of God that we make it day by day. Um, and I feel like if we don't have God, then what do we have, right? Um, that's for me personally, that I just feel like without God, I'm nothing. Um, without God, we're nothing. And so I just feel like that's what, that's why I feel like it's very important to make sure that we stay um, grounded and rooted in his word and with God and having a personal relationship that even sometimes when 
I may not feel like praying or he may not feel like praying or um, he may not feel like, ah, you know, I would rather watch this TV show than read the word or vice versa. Um, we know that it's like, nope, you know what? That's that's the enemy. We'll call it out quick. Like, nope, that's the enemy. Let's get together. Let's figure it out. Because if it's on my heart, there's a reason why I'm going to be doing it. If it's on your heart, there's a reason why I'm going to do it. And sure enough, we know why. Because then, of course, the enemy will come. And I just feel like at this point, he bypasses our house at this point. Because I feel like he's like, this is too much of a battle. They're, they're rooted in his word. And so that's why I think it's important to always lean on, you know, lean on God. Absolutely. I'll just uh, add this. I, I totally agree with it Um, because for not just us, a lot of couples, it's easy. It's very easy to love God. But when a situation arrives, you take it into your own hands. You like, because you feel like, you know, the other person's like, hey, well, yep. <laughs> well, you know, and this is like that, that little opening, the enemy, this could just uh, like burst in and take that little thing that's not even that serious right. and just you know magnify it so big and though you know that you still have to have you know the discipline and the uh the communication um with amongst each other to know like at the end of the day if we're not now i say this a lot like if we're uh uh on disagreeing if we're disagreeing at the end of the day if this is god we literally have to find ourselves to meet back at you know the center at who's yeah. important at Christ and and just literally keep him first because in my opinion ultimately this is his work it's already purpose it's already planned so um sir you got to let me know what to do because you know I believe this is what you have for me so you're the one that has the instruction so we'll we'll take upon ourselves to keep you first and to continue to come to you so that we can know what we need for this relationship yeah that's awesome that's awesome yeah that's that yeah i really say yeah (laughs) you know why because god can be your best friend he he just needs to be the third string in your marriage i just yeah he just does it's true and you know what i've heard you know that you know when you have two people who talk to god sometimes you don't even have to go to your spouse and say certain things you talk to God about the spouse. Yes. And God will do it. <laughs> like Holy Spirit, talk to yes. him. Talk oh, to absolutely. <laughs> absolutely. Right now, our scariest thing right now is we don't even have to say it. Now we're just like, we'll just say or we'll say it at the same time. So it's just been happening so much lately. Wow. I'm like, all right, God. All right. Like, wow. We're yeah, because <laughs> I'm like, I'm like, stay out my head. But you know what? More now than ever, we've been really, really studying, um, being intentional about studying together, um, worshiping together in the morning without the kids. Um, just because we found our lives just getting more and more busy, and we figure, like, you know what? In the midst of busyness, we still have to make time and be very intentional about making sure that we give God the allotted time that He rightly deserves. To be honest with you, um, and so yeah, I think that's it's just really important. Good stuff. Good stuff. And so now you have two wonderful boys, amazing kids. So how is it, you know, with married life and then you have to balance your children now and obviously all of the other things that you're involved in. How do you guys find that balance in your marriage? (laughs) (laughs) We're still learning. We're still yeah. learning. So um, before we had kids, me and Sly were so heavy on dating. 
Um, mm-hmm. But I think because we dated for a long time. A lot of people don't date for four years anymore. Mm-hmm. Um, well, really, it would be five if you counted when we finally got married. Um, so we were big on dating. Our first son was a uh-oh. <laughs> and that was four months into our marriage that we found out that I, um, I was pregnant. And so that's when I realized that, you know what? We need to we need to be intentional about dating. So we did good with the first child, right? Because you could still maneuver, you could drop off one. Second child came around. Uh, <laughs> we're learning, we're learning, but I think it's because we're all busy now, right? Um, and even the kids have their own schedule. Um, but I think the best way to balance is communication, right? Um, the pandemic for a lot of people may not have been great for relationships. We do know a couple couples who would just you know, it didn't fare out well for them, but it was wonderful for me and Sly um, because we kind of got to date almost every day because we were stuck in the house, right? And um, that was more so. So now we're trying to be very intentional coming out of the pandemic to make sure that we still create um, time for each other and for balancing the kids. So we always, I always tell people that most times Saturday, I tell Sly, don't try to book anything if you can't. I try not to book anything if I can't, if we can. We try to be intentional about making that family time. Um, and then we try to fit in a date night Friday to Saturday um, as well. We just try to. It's not always successful. Again, we're still learning. Um, but also, no offense, guys. I used to laugh at people who used to have their calendar on their phone. We now have like a shared calendar. We have my work calendar, his work calendar, a family calendar. Because you just, that way we share with each other. And I'll, I will text him. Like, Did you see that uh, calendar invite? And it sounds funny, and I'm like, ah, yo, we sound yeah, like an old married couple, but <laughs> it works. It, it, it works. works because it's it's easy to for it's easy to forget, right. you know, um, right. you know, being busy throughout the week. Um, I'll say being very intentional, like you mm-hmm. just said, um, you have to be very intentional. It's not just going to happen. Um, you'd be like, well, I'll just do it now because something will always come up. Yep. Um, early on, like she, uh, like my wife mentioned, it was easy because it was it was just us. Um, but for me, you know, as a male, I would say it, it's taken a lot of um, sacrifice as far as letting things go to be very intentional with with, you know, shifting and moving around. Because, you know, uh, you know, as an entrepreneur and, you know, you're goal oriented, you just like trying mm-hmm. to make it work um, and trying to put your family in a place where they don't have to worry. Um, but for myself, what I had to learn was, although that's good, family um has to be, you know, it has to be present. It has to be number one. Um, your yeah. your kids have to feel love. Your wife has to feel, you know, uh, love and 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 you know, needed and those types of things. Um, so for me, I personally had to learn, like, okay, though this is important, this is just as important. You have to be intentional by making time. Um, so one of one of my things we we discussed. Um, I'm intentional about. Um, taking and everyone probably can't do this right now, <laughs> but you know, being intentional at least once a month, taking my family away, allowing the kids to like swim at a hotel or something like that, and maybe once or twice a year we go on a trip, and uh, at least once or twice a year, um, one with the family and one with my wife. So already setting that in, you know, makes it so like, you know, at least at yeah, the end of the day, true. we had these things planned, and like she said, just being very intentional about. Um, the end of the week, like, all right, this is my day. Like, you know, we, we got babysitters for the kids. Yeah. We're going to enjoy each other's company. Yeah. And I always, I remember telling Sly, like, I would rather struggle with you here 
then be successful and you're not here. Um, that was more important to me, um, was that his presence. And again, it just comes from my upbringing that I knew that I wanted to, I want at the end of the night, I want to go to bed at night and my husband is there. I want to wake up and my husband is there, right? Um, and so I think that communication is important as well to balance everything out and to be like, mm, I kind of miss you, right? Or mm, I kind of need my own time <laughs> um, and vice versa. And we even do it with the kids. Um, we're really we're really adamant about making sure they each have their own room, right? So they learn how to create their own space. Um, but when they want to be together, that's fine. But we even teach our sons now, like, uh, your brother doesn't want you when your brother in his room. So how about you give him some time? And I think that if we create those type of boundaries now, it'll make it really easy for them to adjust when they become adults and they become into successful marriages that, you know, that they already know boundaries. That's awesome. Thank you both. I mean, everything that you shared has been great. And I know that those who are listening, whether you're single or married, you have something that you can take away. And I think that you are a great example to the kingdom for Christian marriages and, you know, building that relationship. And I love your transparency and honesty because what we need now is real. We need the real. We need people to be honest about their, their journey. And, and <laughs> <laughs> it's true, Ash. We were just talking about this. We just had a conversation about it. Yeah. You know, we need people to be real about, you know, their journey. Right. And we're not asking you to tell us all your business, but be honest about, you know, what you've gone through so that you can yeah. help, you know, other folks know how to navigate through things that happen in life because life happens it you know you think i'm going to marry this person it's going to be right. all roses it's going right. to be perfect but there's a, there's some thorns along the way you got to navigate through those thorns and figure out how you're going to make it work and once you're committed to one another and you're committed to the relationship and committed to staying and growing and mm -hmm. working things out yeah um, i believe at, in the end you can I'm sure you two can look back seven years now and be like, oh man, there were times Absolutely. where God brought us through, but you're here. You're at this point. The the number of completion. Come Listen, on. Listen, I know. And it ain't over. Because you gotta go to number eight, the number of new beginnings. So I I am just so proud of this couple and um, how can they find you guys on social media if they want to follow you, if they want to engage in anything you guys are doing coming up? I know that you have preaching engagements. You guys have events that you're involved in. So please share how we can keep up to date with what's happening with you. Um, yes. Um, as of right now, if you want to, you know, stay connected to myself or my wife, she can give hers as well. But um, on Facebook, it's just my name, Sylvester Turner, uh, S-Y-L. Not S-L-Y, because I know you get slide <laughs> mixed up with Sylvester. So Sylvester Turner on Facebook. And on uh, Instagram, it's uh, at Sly Turner, S-L-Y-T-U-R-N-E-R. -E Perfect. And then also my Facebook page is my actual full name. So it's Erica Crockett Turner. Um, and that's where you find me on Facebook. On Instagram, I try to hide myself a little bit. So um, you can still find me. I don't post anything crazy, but I don't have my full name out there. Um, so my Instagram name is E underscore aristocrat. Um, but please be on the lookout. We have a lot of great things coming our way for the Turner family. So we're excited about what this year will bring for us. Awesome. 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 Thank you all. And those of you who are listening, please, if you enjoyed today's talk, please go to Apple and yes. uh, 
you can go ahead and leave a review, um, five star, right. <laughs> um, and, and leave a comment um, and let the world know that you are enjoying what we're producing here. Thank yeah. you. And until next time, we'll see you. Slay your giants and conquer your fears. Thank you, Bye. <laughs> Thank you for listening to Slay the Giant Podcast. Thank you for being a part of what God is doing. And if you would like to leave a review, please do so on Apple Podcasts. Also, please email us at slaythegiantpodcast at gmail.com. Look forward to talking with you again. See ya.